0: Mr. Beckett, are you there? I don't know. Am I here? You are here. Look at that. All right. Hey, wait, a, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, it, what? Kevin's not here. How did you figure out all this technology today? I had to call your people. Oh, good. Good. I have people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have people. Well, good. You're here. Hey, I'm glad you're here, too, because I have a question for you.
1: I have an answer. I have a special answer today. The first one is no And
0: the second one is four and three quarters. Take your pick. Let me see if that helps. (laughs) That does nothing whatsoever for me. (laughs) Okay. Can I re spin (laughs) the wheel? Go right ahead. All right. Apollo tires. Yeah. You ever heard of India? Is it an Indian company? I haven't had time to go look it up. I just got an email this morning as I was going on the air about how they want to talk to me and prove to me that they have great tires and why I should be talking about Apollo tires. And I'm like, I've never even heard of Apollo tires. Yeah, I believe they're out of India. Ah, Okay. I don't know that that is an absolute you know, go or no go anymore in today's world that, but, uh, it it would have been much more exciting had this been an American company, but I knew it really couldn't be because it sounds like they've been around a long time. And had they been in America, I would have known about them.
1: Well, yeah, they have been around a long time. Um, they've been in the car business for a lot. They're trying to push into the truck business. Uh, they have an operation out of Seabrook, Texas. Um, but but I've got to admit that of all the tires that we deal with, there is only one American owned tire company. I know. In
0: it's Goodyear. Yeah. Yeah. And and okay. I have to admit that if I just my own personal experience over the years with my trucks. Um if I had to pick one brand of tire that I would always stay away from, it turned out to be Goodyear. I just never had any luck with them. But that could have just been me.
1: Um they've had flashes of brilliance.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, okay. that kind of makes sense. I, I just could never consistently find a Goodyear tire that I was really happy with.
1: Uh-huh. I, I can I can sympathize with that. But there are imported tires <coughs> or foreign-owned tires that are built here that we use all the time. There's Michelin, there's Firestone, there's Continental. Uh, uh, Double Coin used to be a partnership with Michelin, and then they finally split off. But because of their association with Michelin, they built a pretty good second-level tire. Um, but then by the same token, there are a lot of Third and fourth level tires coming in from countries that I wouldn't even put on the truck.
0: Right. So that's kind of yeah. what I was. I, I'm, you know, the whole thing about where a company's headquarters and where it's where they're building things and who benefits and that has become so complicated. I think the the the, yes. the truck that is when we look at where it's manufactured and all kinds of other things that is the most American today might actually be Volvo, a Swedish company. It's such a complicated global supply chain anymore. You don't know who's building what, who owns what, who's benefiting from what. So that, that's not a, mm-hmm. like, like you said, we, if, if we wanted to buy American tires, we only have one option, and that's not going to work for me anyway. Um, more so, I was just wondering, since I don't know a lot about this tire, is there any reason I should even talk to them at all? Or is this going to be one of those third-line tires that I'd probably just rather stay away from?
1: Well, I would give them an audience. I I would talk to them. I would see what do you have in mind, and, and then I would ask them some questions about how are you testing the tires and what kind of real technical support do you have for commercial truck tire. That's one of the arguments I have with many of the tire companies. They may have an opportunity to have a decent tire, but they've got two technical field service reps for the entire North America. Okay. Now, <laughs> yeah. How are you going to How are you going to support the fleet? How right. are you going to support the owner operator? Right. And and so it's yeah, it's around black and dirty, but what goes with it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, good point. So b- what you just said is it, it sounds like it's absolutely what's happening. You said they, you know, been big in passenger car tires, they're trying to break into the truck market, which is why they reached out to me. I mean, they said it. They said
2: mm-hmm.
0: we we did our research and and we want to talk to you about helping us get the word out about our truck tires. I mean, that, that's exactly what mm-hmm. they're trying to do, yeah.
1: I had a manufacturer from India that's building a truck alignment machine that was really looking interesting and they wanted us to help pedal it around the country and it would be a, it would have been a really nice upgrade from the basic alignment laser system we sell because we have a lot of people who say I want something more than a couple of lasers i hang on the side of my tire yeah yeah i get that we looked at the system and i thought the potential was there to do some really neat stuff and then i said okay well i want to i want to test it Right. And they said, well, you don't need to test it if it it
0: works. (laughs) Wrong answer. I said, said, no, we're not going there, man. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Next, you're going to tell me you have a bridge to sell me with a line like that. You don't need to test it. Are you kidding me? No, I tried to sell them the bridge. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. I was selling them
1: the bridge. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh.
1: Anyway, sometimes it's difficult to work out arrangements with people. If I was yeah. just selling stuff and wanted to sell stuff and I didn't have any technical background or support, with the deal they were offering, I probably would have jumped into it and seen if I could sell some stuff. But hey, I have to live with it.
0: You know, Mikey, you, you, you and I have the same thoughts about business. We, we've talked about this a lot. And uh, wouldn't it, sometimes don't you think life would be so much easier if the only thing we had to worry about was just making the money? yeah it'd yeah. be much no, much conscience. easier right
1: i don't have to worry about what you do later that's <laughs> right. not my problem i mean you know yeah I, I, i'm going to give you an analogy and, and from this you may gain a, a view in my opinion on certain things okay okay i'm manufacturing guns all i got to do is sell them i don't know what you do with them
0: ah yeah very good point and no. we, and it we don't works. really we're not really too concerned if one of them just blows up in your face every now and then either.
1: Once in a while, that's what I Yeah, that's acceptable. Liability insurance. Yeah, that's acceptable. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> just the cost of doing business.
1: Yes. Yeah, Yeah,
0: you know. So okay. All right. But we well, neither one of us thinks that way and it's a good thing. I think so. Now, according to my screen, we don't have anybody calling in. You know, sometimes we have to remind people that this is a call-in show. Those other voices yeah. that you hear talking to us—that's not AI. Those are real people that that real people calling in, calling yeah. in. Now, that, since
1: we you know, the and the number they need to call in for is eight hundred. No, no, I don't know. Uh, eight well, five five. Eight five five. Yes. Nine. Four. 3835. I said it's a call-in number. Okay, so 855-950-3835, or push the call-in number on the app if that's how you're listening is on the app. Okay, now, since we have time,
0: yes, and you don't have anything else to do, right? I I, I have a coaching call to get ready for, but I've got a little bit of time.
1: Okay, this won't take too long. This is grim news. Okay. This is... Depressing news that I learned this week. One of our listeners sent me an a, a, a article. It was published in Europe. Europe is banning chrome on cars, trucks, and motorcycles. Say it isn't so. It is so. They have determined that the process of chroming products produces hazardous vapors and things, it is 500 times worse than diesel emissions. <sighs>
0: I, I, okay, so, Mike, with you, I'm never quite sure. I'm hoping mm-hmm. there's going to be a punchline to this. No punch. Really? No punch. This is a real thing? Straight up real thing. You know, I, I forward I, the, the article to you. Please. Um, I, I have an opinion okay. about this. The, the politicians uh-huh. that came up with this, Every mm-hmm. time they talk, they spew more toxic gas than anything they're trying to ban. Mm-hmm. That's my thought. Well, you know, I, I, I can't disagree and, with and, that. And look, I, I've um, said this many times on the show, and it's probably not even a, pop, a very popular thing to say in this industry, but I actually do consider myself a tree hugger. Mm-hmm. I love the environment. I don't want to mess Mm -hmm. it up, but I also understand that we're humans and we have to live here. We're going to have an impact on these things. And my problem is that I, I want to progress. I want to get better. I want to make the earth cleaner, all those things. The problem is many times we're not intelligent enough to know what's really going to work and what isn't. And we never seem to think about unintended consequences of these things.
1: Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. We're learning as we go along. My whole business looked at from one point of view is a tree hugger. I want to reduce the consumption of oil and oil byproducts that are used to manufacture tires.
0: Yes, I want to reduce the consumption of those things in the entire operation of the trucking industry. There you go.
1: Yeah. So I'm not opposed to the tree hugger, but at a certain point I look at it and say, Oh, there's got to be another way to go about exactly. it. Exactly. Without chrome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't they realize how aerodynamic and slippery chrome is? It saves stuff. Yes. Plus, for, for the morale, for the attitudes of people, it is such a great thing to have, chrome. And and I think people are, are pretty clear. They know when I talk about chrome being aerodynamic and slippery that it's tongue-in-cheek. And I'm not a big fan of chrome because of it's just something you got to work on and clean. They, they know that. But I don't want to see it banned. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's over the top. Right. Yeah. And it, it will they have zero positive impact. This is not big. Even if you could prove to me it's a lousy process, it, there's not enough of it that it's going to have any impact on the planet, but there are unintended consequences that will happen and not be good.
1: Well, let's, let's take another process. I've been involved in collision repair, sir, for a bunch of years, and paint, automotive truck painting.
0: Yeah, I used to, I, I used to do a lot of automotive painting, a lot.
1: And in in order to resolve the contaminants and unintended consequences, they developed some fabulous paint booths and some filtration systems and some explosion-proof paint rooms. And they did the things necessary so you could still use
0: paint. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because paint, what would we do without it? That would be bizarre. We'd have rust. Yeah, boy, we'd we have, have all have kinds rust. of problems. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the interesting thing, um, I'm sure this has improved some today, but when I go back to when I was painting cars, and it was a long time ago, we did have paint booths, mm-hmm. and, and it was for that mm-hmm. purpose, to try to make this a healthier process for me, the guy in there spraying paint, mm-hmm. and, you right. know, keep the air clean and all those things. The crazy thing was, I could do a better paint job in my garage at home than I could in the best paint booth they made back then. Mm, yeah,
1: because they had to improve the paint
0: booths. Yeah, and it wasn't a pleasant experience. By the time I got done spraying each coat, I almost couldn't see anymore inside the garage. But the reason... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason you got a better paint job, you got a cleaner paint job, was because I had no air moving at all. I had everything sealed up. I had everything kind of hosed down so it's damp and it holds the dust down, and no air is moving. You got to remember, in mm-hmm. a paint booth, they have giant vacuum going on. They have big fans yeah. sucking, which which disturbs dust and drags it right past your paint job. Right. Yep. I'm sure they've improved always, that quite a bit. But Oh, yeah. There's some fabulous
1: paint booths out there now. They, I'll bet. There's some yeah. that ain't so good, just <laughs> like tires. Right.
0: There's, there's some good ones. Yeah.
1: All right. We do have some callers on the line now, so I suppose we should uh, 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 see what they want to talk about.
0: I, I am no longer necessary. I can move along, and uh, I, I'll turn this right. over to you now.
1: I Thank you, sir. You
0: have a good day. Have a great day. Thanks.
1: <laughs> All right. So I have I have uh, vented about the, my current complaint. I am going to go to the 216 area code from somebody who may be from C- Cleveland. <coughs> Hello, Cleveland. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Listen to, Hey, Mike. Listen to show all the time. Cool. Uh, I want to
3: get your opinion on regrooving tires.
1: Okay. My opinion on regrooving tires is once you have regrooved them. And you've worn down to where that tread is gone. The casing is junk. There's nothing left. It cannot be recapped. All right. So if that's your intention to use the tire until you throw it away, go ahead and regroove it. All right. They're 16-inch trailer tires. It's on a hotshot trailer.
3: Um, I think my best bet is rather than jeopardize, have a blowout or anything else, just to throw the tires away and replace them.
1: Well, if if Therefore. you're if you're that type of a tire. And they're going all the way to the bottom, you have a potential of catastrophic failure once you've regrooved it. Because it depends on the quality of the guy regrooving it, whether he goes too deep or not. At that right, cost appreciate- of a tire, I would rather just say, okay, the tire's worn down. I'm going to trade it in, get me some new tires. Uh, Perfect, Mike. I really appreciate your help. and... Not a problem. Thanks for the call. You have a great day. Uh, Okay, let's see. Uh, Push this button. Push it again. Okay, that one's done. Good. All right. Um, Let's see. I already talked to that guy, didn't I? All right. Uh, I've got a 772 who might be from Florida, and we will check with him and see what he wants to talk about. Let's see, how do I, no, I don't want to do that. It doesn't say talk on the button, so I don't know how to get this guy to talk to me. If I snooze the caller, one thing, if I ban, I don't want to ban the caller. I click the green button, it's going to be a callback. I don't have an option there to talk to him, so I'm going to click callback. Are Are you there, Chris? No, we're calling him trying to ring him no i'm not getting an answer okay so i'm going to drop that one then hello you got to understand hello are you there yeah is this chris uh, yes this is mike on the uh, rolling toe show were you trying to call me no no okay well let me hang this up then All 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 right you have a good day bye okay drop that call all right that's dropped Okay, now I've got uh, another one from Olympia, Washington. I'm going to see if I can talk to Olympia, Washington. Are you hello. there? Hello. Hello. How are you doing?
3: Pretty good. Uh, I good. just got a question about the truck I just purchased. Uh, mm-hmm. I got the left side. I got super singles on my dri- for my drive tires, and both okay. the left side tires are worn, so I'm going to have to replace
4: them. Would I? Would I? Put them on the exact same place where I got them off, or would I put them on, like, the front axle or the rear axle?
1: Okay, let's let's talk about science contact here now, okay? Okay. If you have tires that are deeper tread, in other words, larger in circumference on one axle versus the other axle, that causes one axle to rotate less times per mile than the other one, and that causes the gears to bind up. There is a difference in tread front to back that can live with, and that is, on the extreme end, 15, 30 seconds. Okay? Okay. Now, if you put taller tires on one side of an axle versus the other side, the spider gears in the side of the differential will take up the difference in rotation rate without damaging anything. So if I had tires, I had two tires that had, let's say, 830 seconds of tread left. There's still a lot of tread there. I could still use them. But if two new tires that had 3030 seconds, I would have more than 1530 seconds difference. So then what I would do is I would put the ones that are shorter in tread on the left side of the truck, the ones that are taller in tread on the right side of the truck, the taller okay. tires will level the truck up on a cambered road, so it'll ride pretty good. It won't damage the gears, and I can run them out.
3: Okay. So I'll just, I'll just flip them and then put the new ones on the right side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Because I was, I was leaning towards putting them all on one axle.
1: But yeah, that, that hurts now, the gears.
3: Now that I uh, talk to you, I know different.
1: Cool beans, buddy. Glad to help you.
3: All right.
4: Thank you, sir.
1: You have a good day.
4: Uh, you too.
1: Okay, now, if I push this button and drop that call, then the little circle goes around, and then he drops. And then I'm by myself again. Oh, and I have to talk to myself or tell myself jokes or sing. Georgia, Georgia, no peace I find. Just an old sweet song, that's Georgia. On my mind. Okay. Well, enough of that. Um, what else new and exciting do I have to tell anybody? Well, this week, actually starting in last week, with my broken foot, broken uh, ankle, I am finally able to put 100% of weight on my bad leg. I still have to wear this boot, which secures everything in place to make sure it doesn't fall apart. But I am walking now instead of using a crutch or a walker. And next week, if everything is okay and I have not heard, I can take the boot off and wear regular shoes. So I am progressing to the point where I can escape from the wife. Um, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Okay, I've got a call from somebody in Jersey, and let me see what he wants to talk about. Hello, Jersey.
3: Hello, Mike. How are you?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. Yourself?
3: Well, I'm actually not in Jersey. I'm in Georgia now. Ah. We moved out of Jersey. We got three acres in, in Dawsonville where uh, Chase Elliott is, and we uh-huh. met him last weekend, but whatever. Okay, so uh-huh. here's more pickup truck question, and I know there's a lot of people out there that have them. If uh-huh. you lift up the truck a little bit on a Dodge, does that change tow? Does it change caster?
1: Okay, now we've got an independent front suspension, not a four-wheel drive. Is that correct?
3: No, a four-wheel drive.
1: So you have a solid front axle then, right? Correct. So lifting up and down doesn't change camber, doesn't change toe, and depending on how you lifted it, you could have changed caster, but typically you don't because most of the time when you lift them, you put extensions on the shackles, on the springs, and extension on the front hanger, and you lift the truck straight up and you leave the axle where it was, right?
3: Yeah, okay, so let me just finish that. I put air, I, I'm put, i sorry I did this. I put airbags on the front because I thought it was going to be cool. So the spring suspension and the shocks are out. There's airbags specially made for Dodge with, you know, shocks. So mm-hmm. I can change it. I have the steering wheel straight at 40 psi. It rides pretty nice and all that stuff. Completely redid the front end and put took the ball the uh, tie rods out and put um, oh my God, what the hell their name.
1: Uh, I'm Joyce.
3: Thank you. I'm Joyceson, mm-hmm. and what uh, seems to be doing and listening to your wonderful show, I I can do tow myself. And I was towed out on left and barely towed in. Well, I'm going to say a lot towed out on left, a little towed out on right. But now I got it to eighth inch towed in on both. And it seems better, but it seems it still grabs grabs the wheel and it goes side to side like you keep saying. Okay, question, well,
1: you should be, you should be about... A sixteenth of an inch toed in, a thirty second on each side. That's what you would like. Okay?
3: Yes, yeah, so the if problem you're... is behind joints, you only have, you can't get it that close because there's no micro adjustment on it.
1: Okay, all right. So when... so leave the toe alone. Leave the toe alone then. All right. Okay. If you put airbags on it and you took the leaf springs out, you had to have some arms on the frame to the axle to hold it in place, didn't you?
3: Um, leaf springs, well, I had coil springs.
1: You had coil co- springs. Yeah, I had a coil in it. So the airbag took the coil
3: out, and then you have a shock and stuff. So all which, the control which, arms, go ahead.
1: Is it an independent front suspension or is it a straight axle? No, it's
3: a straight axle.
1: So there are some other arms that are attached to the frame and the axle to hold it in place because that airbag's not going to hold it in place.
3: Correct. There's an upper and a lower, and then that's where you can do your caster adjustments, which I never touched. Um, okay. But have you adjust- have you
1: put it have you have you put it in four wheel drive to see much bind there is in the drive shop now? Yeah, zero. Zero bind?
3: I, yeah, I thought of that when I was doing this, yeah. I, I had no problem with that.
1: Okay, all right. And how much um, caster do you have in the front end? Do you have any idea?
3: That I don't know yet because nobody down here, I haven't found any shops that will touch it because it has hind joints in there. And I said, well, you don't have to touch anything. Just throw it on there and tell me where you get it." But when I adjusted, let me just finish. When I adjusted the toe a little bit more in, it seemed like it got better. I read some of the forums, and they said they went to a quarter toe in on both, and then it seemed like it doesn't grab because it just goes right, left, and I'm constantly correcting it. Now I've got completely yeah. new front in it. I have a new gearbox, so I know it's not the gearbox.
1: No, it sounds like the toe, the relationship between the two front tires is where the fight is. First one tire okay. grabs and I'm in charge. Then the other yep. tire grabs and you have to turn it to make it go straight. So you're working yep. back and forth between the two front tires. You have oversized tires on this, right?
3: A little bit. Not huge, but a little bit wider and and taller. A little bit.
1: Okay. Okay, let me come back to how you measured toe.
3: I bought a you take the tires off, there's a there's a metal oh, plate. Bullshit,
1: down. bullshit, 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 bullshit.
3: No, you bolt it onto the rim. I mean bolted on it onto it's the wrong.
1: Rim, It's wrong. And then you Hey? Eh? Well, but you take pressure to it. Okay. When you drive the vehicle forward Yep. Drag builds up on the tires. The way a front end is designed, the drag typically will try to pull the tire toward toe out, convert right. whatever play is in the steering assembly to a change in toe. Okay? So yep. if you want to know what the toe is when you're driving the vehicle, you want the wheels on. You right. want the vehicle sitting on the ground. You right. want to drive the truck forward so the tires rotate about three turns to build up all the drag. Then you want to stop the vehicle with all that drag in the tire. Don't let it roll backwards. Don't jack it up. Okay. Put duct tape on the back side of the tire on the tread. Make marks. Measure across the back of the tire. Then roll the truck forward so the duct tape shows up in front and measure the toe. That is okay. the true driven toe. Okay, I will
3: try that, because I've heard that too, and I'm glad you, because that was my ultimately question on it, is, that's what I wanted to know again, because you, you've, you've touched on it, and I just never got the answers until you just gave it to me.
1: Yep. So. By having it jacked up with the wheels off and measuring to the spindle, you're measuring a completely unloaded system, and you don't know what the toe's going to be when you put it back down and put the weight on it in its normal condition. Okay.
3: What happens? Uh, okay, no, I'm not gonna. Now I have another gauge that sits on the floor that you put against the tires, and you use two tape measures. Is that That's just fine. as good? As,
1: okay. As long so, as you've driven it forward before you use that.
3: Right. I have a I have a 50 foot long shop. I can start at one end, and I can get three rotations in it before well, i give it a maybe. But Perfect. I will do that. And-
1: And then uh, then if you want to verify that that thing is giving you the correct measurement, you drive it forward, leave some room in front, put that device against it, measure it, then take the device out of the way, roll the truck forward so the tire turns one half rotation, put the device against it, measure it again. If there's a difference, the accurate reading is halfway between the two readings.
5: Yeah.
1: Okay?
3: Uh, So now, okay, now let's say I do all this, and I find out, now, do you think a quarter toad is way too much, right?
1: Well, I would normally try to avoid that much. But if that's all the heim joint gets me, that's what I'm going to live with.
3: Yeah. Because right, I only have, you know, I can, I can only I turn it one or, or back it up one full turn. There is no in between. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, so.
1: Then that's all what right. you got. Okay. Now,
3: I can call back your phone number and just tell you
1: how it went. Sure. Love to talk to you.
3: Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Mike. I have a great day. I'm Thank glad your I'm glad your foot's feeling better.
1: Thank you, sir. I'm getting ready to go uh, ballroom dancing.
3: Yeah. It's uh, you know, do you have any cool more calls or no? <laughs> no.
1: All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yep. Okay. I pushed the drop button. Push it again. Drop the call. Okay. Very good. Now that's working. I have three more people on here. The next one is from Jersey. Uh, 732 Air Code. Let's see what Jersey has. Hello. How we
2: doing, Michael?
1: <clears throat> I'm doing fine. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing all right. I, I got one problem. I got to head off at the past here. Every time okay. I call your show to request a song, you always sing the wrong song. Why do you always <laughs> sing Georgia?
1: It's the only one Why? I know. <laughs>
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's the right answer then. Okay. uh, Kentucky Trailer, uh, Hendrickson Suspension, um, went to check the fluid in my caps the other day, pulled Mm -hmm. the plug and cracked the cap. So Uh I'm putting new caps on all the way around. So Uh take off all the bolts, clean up the surface, drain it all out. Do you ever get it all out or do you just live with what gets left behind
1: there's going to be some left behind don't worry about it as long as the oil that you got out didn't look like a chocolate milkshake okay right okay yep and you didn't get any real metal out of it put a magnet in it no there's no metal in it it's decent oil maybe a little dirty but it's okay load it back up Yep.
2: okay now the caps come with like a paper gasket is that all we put on we don't put no gunk or nothing just clean the surface well and then put the gasket and the cap on?
1: Are we talking to an engineer, or are we talking to a shade tree mechanic?
2: Shade tree mechanic, of course. What what other kind is there?
1: Yeah, blue RTV. Use it? Okay. Put it on your finger, wipe it on the front and back of the gasket, put it there so it kind of sticks up there, put the cap on, and seal it up.
2: Okay, but the blue, you said?
1: Yeah, just a thin coating.
2: Okay. I thought... You know, about 40 years ago when I did it with an older mechanic, I thought mm-hmm. we put something on it. And mm-hmm. I asked somebody else, and they said, no, 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 just put them on dry. But I figured, call yeah. the guy who knows, you know.
1: Yeah, well, if, if you're dealing with brand spanking new surfaces, the odds are you yeah. could put that thing on dry to be okay. But over time... Uh, Regularity skin the surface and stuff like that. I always put a little bit of blue RTV either on both sides of the gasket or blue RTV on the hub and blue RTV on the on the cap. Put the gasket up there, yep. and stick it on. I don't have a problem.
2: That's what I thought, and I thought for the same reasons. You know, it's an older trailer, it's a '99, and there's going to be imperfections. Mm-hmm. And I
1: was thinking, yeah, it the, won't hurt it. I do the same thing on the inside of the hub if I'm putting a new grease seal in the hub. <clears throat> The surface yep. on the shoulder of the spindle, little blue RTV on my finger to smooth it on there just to fill gaps, put that gasket on or put the hub back on, I have less trouble. That's
2: what I thought. I right, appreciate it, Mike. Thanks.
1: You bet, bud. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. Bye. All right. Okay. I pushed the button. Push the, I have to push the button twice for some reason to do that. Okay. I got somebody here out of Longview, Texas. Hello there. How long is the view in Texas?
5: It's a long way. I'm at it's right a long now. way. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How you doing, Mike? I'm doing yeah, fine. I was, curious.
5: I was curious about the blue RTV, um, mm-hmm. and to go along with that, I replaced some on my trailer several months ago. Mm-hmm. But while I'm throwing a chain over twice, it popped in that other side and broke it, so I had to replace it. Yeah. Yeah. I had so much trouble on each one of those, probably about three of them over time. Each one of them mm-hmm. kept leaking, going a little bit of oil. Mm-hmm. and I cleaned it up, and I tightened it again to the point I kept tightening them to the point I hope I don't strip this thread out. So finally, right. and I had that trouble on some of them that I've never got to quit leaking, so I put another brand mm-hmm. new hub oiler on there, and it would be the same thing. Uh-huh. So what Do you have any idea what I was doing wrong? And I finally, uh, the ones that I've got on there now is not leaking. I don't really Mm -hmm. know what I did.
1: Well, did you use any of the blue RTV or were you just using the gasket?
5: No, and that's the other question I was going to ask you is why blue, but I was using black RTV. Well, the,
1: the difference between blue and black and red is temperature that it'll handle, Okay. Yeah. And I found the blue was just everything I needed on a wheel end, so I never did anything else.
5: Okay.
1: But but you weren't oh, yeah. using you weren't using any RTV or just using the gasket, is that right?
5: No, I was using black silicone. I just silicone and RTV is the same. I right.
1: see. Okay. Right. All right. Well, I don't know what was but and was it on all of the hubs or just one of the hubs leaking most Every of
5: the I've probably done that every in a short period of time. Uh, I probably broke three of them yeah. over a, a few months, hmm. and I finally quit learning to let that change do that. So, yeah, every one of them i replaced would leak like that. it just swing it out, going down the well,
1: road. Well, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in Einstein's theory that if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, <laughs> you're crazy. Okay? Yeah, I know. So if I use... <laughs> I used the black RTV twice, and it didn't do the job. I'm afraid I'd have switched to something else. Uh, yeah. Uh,
5: well, I just I thought RTV or silicone or whatever was, you know, long some using I'm good with it. But I see, what, I see your point. Yeah, I'd I I move to a different it, brand
1: or color.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, If it happens again, yeah, I'll go to blue for sure.
1: Um, see what happens. Like, you know, if if it works better, then we we got a better product. Okay.
5: Yeah. Okay. And I got another question. You ready? What's your question. Yep. Um, you were talking about the Apollo Apollo tires this morning. So, uh, what uh-huh. about what is your opinion on the Falcon tires? I think they're made or not, well, I Falcon made in New York. Yeah.
1: They're made in New York. They're owned by Sumitomo Tire, okay. but their engineering and their manufacturing is done up in Flow. I have worked with what the factory people a little bit, and their their engineering the and manufacturing is, engineering. is done up in Buffalo. Okay. Engineering and manufacturing is in Buffalo. Okay, so I've been impressed with them. I thought they were pretty good guys. Now, I don't know if I would call them a first tier tire, but they're definitely a second tier. Okay. Yeah. And and I've had some pretty good results with them, so I'm not afraid of them.
5: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I suppose that's all I've got, and I appreciate you, folks.
1: You drive safe out there, buddy. Stay out of them uh, grass fires.
5: Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Okay. Push that button twice. Now, I've got somebody calling from Tennessee. Let's see what Tennessee has to say. Hello, Hello, Tennessee.
4: Hello, Mr. Beckett. How you doing? How's life? Oh, nice. I'm, I'm just doing fine. Life minutes. is good. It is. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And we're we're on this side of the dirt. I'm I'm real happy.
1: That's right. Anyway, that's I right. Like, I don't see my name in the obituary column. I'm happy.
4: That's, that's the way I look at it too. Anyway, I've got yeah. a tire where it's you on the tire. You were just talking about the Falcon.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
4: It's, it's a twenty-two five drive. Twenty-two five low pro drive tire, and I'm noticing this yeah. on two or three of the inside drive tires. Be the first. Uh-huh. You have know, got the closed shoulder. Then you got the three ribs in the middle. Is the first yep. rib from the inside tire? I've got a wire spot yeah. about a foot about a foot long on each one of them. It's about I don't know three quarters of an inch wide. Thoughts?
1: Okay. Now this is the first line of lugs on the inside of the inside tire closest to the frame. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And yes, what yep. make and model of, of axle a, a, or truck are you running?
4: It's a Peterbilt with a low-air low suspension with Meritor axles. They're supposed to be the 40,000. Meritor axles. axles? Yes.
1: Okay, so on top of the axle right underneath the Panhard bar, there should be a number stamped on that Meritor axle, and it'll either be 9.5 or 11, okay? Okay. I suspect it's going to be 9.5 which is the lightweight, thin axle housing. As you go down the road and you hit bumps in the road, that axle flexes, and it wears the inside of the inside tire. Right. Now, because you've got solid shoulders, it's leaving the solid shoulder alone, and it's cupping the first line of lugs that it can get to.
4: Okay. The thing about it is, though, this is the first of the tires that I've had. This is the first of the tires I've had on this truck that's done this.
1: Well, certain tires are more sensitive than other tires. Have they always been okay. Falcons, or is this the first set of Falcons you run? First set. First set of Falcons, okay. So you've found a tire that is more sensitive to this problem. Now, what year is this Peter car? 17. 17, okay. Yep. So this is what, the second set of tires or the third set?
4: Uh, this will be the third set.
1: Third set, okay, all right. And what brands were you running before? Bridgestone. Bridgestones, okay. And they were putting up with it, and they weren't showing the cupping, and this Falcon is showing the cupping, right? Right. Okay, now, there's only two reasons that I can see that this set is going to start showing it and the others doesn't. One, this set might be more sensitive to the flex than the other ones were. The second reason would be if the wheel bearings are starting to get loose, that makes the problem even greater. And the longer you run a truck, the looser the bearings get. So has anybody checked the wheel bearings to see if they're tight?
4: Yeah, I don't have any wheel bearing issues. They're tight.
1: How do you know that? Did you jack them up and check
4: them? Jacked them up and checked them, yes.
1: Oh, okay. All right, good. Then and the only thing I got left is it must be a sensitivity in the tire. Now, is the worst of this on the front drive axle or the rear drive axle?
4: Front drive axle.
1: Yep, okay. And then the, you said three out of four wheel positions are doing it? Is that right?
4: Yes, I've noticed it real bad on the front, on the two positions in the front drive axle and then on the passenger side, uh, rear axle.
1: On the rear. Okay. Yep. Now, I don't know if you know it or not, but the way trucks are set up and the gearing and everything, the rear drive axle wears about 25% faster than the front drive axle does. And because of that, the rear drive axle tends to hide wear patterns by scuffing the rubber off quicker. The front drive axle wearing slower allows the patterns to show up worse. Okay? So that's not a surprise. I think all we've got is that the design of this tread is causing it to show up more than the other brand of tire you were running.
4: Okay? That makes sense. I was wondering if that could be the issue. Well, now I know a little bit more than yep. I did before.
1: Very good, buddy. Well, all right. The best thing you it. can do rotate rotate the tires front to back in an X pattern, and see if that rear axle, by turning and doing what it's doing, will buff that out a little bit.
4: Okay. All right. Yeah, they're due, they're about due for a rotation, so I'll I'll try to get that yep. done so here X- the next month or so.
1: Cool beans. You have yourself a good day and drive safe out there, huh?
4: Thank you, sir. You enjoy the rest of your day.
1: You do that. Bye. All right. Bye. Okay. Push that button, and I have to push it twice. <laughs> we have been on the air 49 minutes by myself trying to run this show, <laughs> and guess who just showed up? That's almost my training. He was doing you got done with this training. Are they all done or are they going to be in the no, afternoon? we have done no in-shop. So this afternoon you're going to do in-shop? that no, it'll be next week. Next week. So they're gone? Oh, they're not. He- they were never here. Oh, you were doing an online training?
6: Yes. Nice.
1: Where were they from? Hill idealis is all over Ohio and some in Pennsylvania. Hill Idealies. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Very good. Well, I have, uh, earlier in the show I commiserated with everybody, and Kevin Rutherford was on, and we commiserated about that they're they're banning Chrome. Ban- yes, I heard about that in yes. Europe. To that to you. Yes, you did send it to me, and I got to send it to Kevin, but I can't find it. So, if you've got <laughs> it on your phone, send I've it to it. Kevin Rutherford. Okay. Yeah. All right, we have got another phone call here. Now, hey, now, before you get to that, did you um, let's see, did you hear from a guy? Kim, I don't know uh, that we, uh, I I have to shout out uh, a big thanks to uh, a listener of the podcast that uh, texted me a week ago, uh, Friday, I guess, talking about his tires, uh, Mm -hmm. the new tires he was putting on. He put, he was in a, put on XZE tires Uh for his long haul truck. Oh, wrong tire. Wrong tire. So I told him you got the wrong tire. And he says, really? He said, yes, you're going you're to end up with basically the same wear you had on your old tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the old tires had wear for many reasons, but he was going to end up with the same wear. Mm-hmm. If he got these XCEs. he needed to get the XDA uh, or – Get the uh, highway tire instead of the regional highway. tire. Whatever yeah. they really call it now. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so he did that, and he was so thankful, he sent us pizza on Monday. You got pizza. I got pizza for lunch on Monday because of uh, Kim, I think it's uh, S-L-U-Y-T-E-R. I don't really know how to okay. pronounce the name. Well, that was nice. It was very nice. No, so can sure. we charge pizza for all the advice we give? That's Yeah. How many pieces was that worth? I don't know. <laughs> I say it's, yeah. I... Pizza. <laughs> all right. Well, this guy, from, this guy from New Jersey is just hanging in here. So let, let's see what he has to say.
7: All right. My first question is: hello? Can you sing? Hello. My question, first question is: Can you sing far, far away?
1: Yes. How far away do you want me to be? Uh,
7: as far away from the <laughs> microphone as possible. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm, that's a joke. I'm, that's just a joke. I enjoy it. That's good. So I, that's good. I've, right. I've, I've, I've talked to you before. This is Terrence. I'm the guy with the South Carolina with the steel frameless uh, dump trailer. But the axles are out of alignment. Okay. Um, okay. I, well, I got a, I got a new truck. I got a new Peterbilt 567. Um, it, would that trailer have anything? Because my truck pulls to the right a little bit, but uh, they, they they claim it's not out of a line. Would that trailer being that with, where you know with, on the, you know with the trailer going down the road would that have any effect on it pulling to the right of the road?
1: Very little. But my first question is when you disconnect the trailer and bobtail, does it still pull to the right?
7: See that I didn't do that's what I that's what I, I'm gonna suggest. Okay.
1: You gotta do that. Okay.
7: Okay. And All then
1: right. I can I can set a truck up to be in factory alignment and have a pull so hard. The right that if you let go of the steering wheel, you're in the ditch before you can grab a hold. Right.
7: Yeah. Yeah. It's not that bad. It's not bad at all. So then, I don't have any kind of wobble or anything like that, neither like I did yeah. with the other truck before I got the new yeah. one. So uh-huh. I just was, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's just a trail of that slight little bit, and it, you. Know, and what's weird about it, obviously is why I'm thinking that it's more noticeable when I'm loaded than when I'm empty.
5: You know.
1: Well, that's trail true with anything. The more right, weight you okay. got on it, the more it's going to pull one way or the other. But that doesn't okay. necessarily mean the trailer's causing it. Okay?
7: Okay. All right. All right. Pretty good. All right. Thank you.
1: You have a good <laughs> day.
7: You too.
4: You betcha.
1: Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Did he say that was a South Carolina accent? Uh, no, he's a juicy guy who moved to Carolina. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I'm, I'm with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we got about three minutes. Three minutes. Um, I did the training. Yeah. Um, also I, I I ordered the coins. Oh you did?
4: I ordered
7: the coins.
4: We're gonna
1: be handing out to only the people that are customers, only the people that, that got alignments by NM. I, I understand, so, but I wanna I want to make sure they understand what the coins are. Yes. So in the military, they have a coin that different units produce mm-hmm. that are what called challenge coins. Challenge coins, okay. To prove and so, that, let's say you're a seal. Yeah. If you're as if you say you're a seal when you go into the VA, uh, you, you better be able to prove it. And yeah. This coin is one of the Seal Team Six and right. Seal Team Five, and they all have their own coins. Okay. Right. And the different army units have their own coins. Right. And so we're going to have an MD alignment coin only for people that got MD alignments. Right. And they're going to have them at the Mid America Truck Show. We will. And you're going to have some of our dealers there. Yes. And they're going to have coins that are not only going to say MD Alignment, but they're going to say their company name on them too. Yes. And they will be handing it to people they know that, that they, they did know. alignments for. Right. Right. We probably won't be handing out any coins to anybody. Well, I'll probably have plenty of people that have that I have done alignments oh, for. Oh, that you've done alignments for. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you can hand them out to people you did alignments mm-hmm. for. But if somebody just walks up, and says, I had an alignment done at some place in New Jersey. If they have proof, whether it's a worksheet or an invoice, yeah, that they got an alignment at one of our shops, yeah, then I can give them one of my coins. A generic coin. Right. Well, it's not generic. It'll be an I.O. truck and trailer one because that's where I was doing alignments. Okay. But uh, that'll be one of my coins. Mm-hmm. And uh, as long as supplies last. Right. I recognize CMC is going to be there this year. Right. So there could be a lot of people that have uh, had alignments. Don't us. Right. But um, if you, so if you come, if you come, we'll have these coins. They're going to have MD alignment on one side and uh, the shops on the other side. It's, it's not going to have uh, this year. It doesn't have like skulls and stuff on it like the army wants to you. But um, it should be a very nice. Uh, We're not trying to kill people. No, 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 no. We're not deaf. In, <laughs> in, yeah. Okay. That's from above. Okay, okay. Um, it's been fun. Yep. It's been real. Mm-hmm. It ain't been real fun. Oh. but we got through the show with me by myself most of the time. Yeah, I'm in the wrong chair. That's yeah, you are. Strange. You're talking on the wrong mic. Uh huh. And Kevin Rutherford was helpful. And uh, I think I'm going to call it a day. And I'm going to put my foot up because it's set at me. Oh, we've got somebody called. Somebody from Florida, North Florida MD Alignment. Do we know who that is? Rocky. Is that Rocky? Yeah. Well, let's talk to Rocky. Are you there, Rocky?
6: Yes, I am here. can't talk real well. I had a little dental work done this morning, but uh, I've been listening here for a little bit. Uh, Oh, uh, don't
1: don't bite the uh, inner cheek.
6: Yeah, yeah, that's the tough part right now. I probably won't be biting much of anything until tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> so, soup. Yeah. Right. Soup. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of soup. Yep. Uh, that'll be my dinner tonight. Um, but, yep. But yeah, I was going to call and, uh Man, I was messing with a twin steer wrecker this week. That uh, this thing took me about seven hours to get the second steer axle timed right They'd replaced a bunch of stuff on this thing. I don't know if I want to mess yeah. with those anymore.
1: Some of them I have messed with. Was it. It, was it such a pain. Was it a Mac?
6: No, it was a Peterbilt.
1: Okay, all right. Mac has a problem with their twin steer. And I had somebody call in this week, or maybe it was last week, working on a Mac twin steer. <laughs> and they use a spring suspension on this particular one. Oh, yes. And so if you look at a set of. Trailer axles or drive axles, and you have spring suspension in between the two axles. There's an equalizer or a teeter totter that the two springs slide into. Mm. And the front axle has the leaf spring pin solid to the frame in front, and the rear axle has the spring pin solid behind the axle. And in between, they kind of slide into each other. Does that make sense, uh, Rocky?
5: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, what the, what the Matt did with their axle twin steer is they Pinned the front axle spring in front like a normal, and back end of the spring slid into this equalizer. But then they pinned the rear steer axle to the back half of the equalizer, and then the spring slid into a carrier behind the axle. Now, the problem with that is when you drive the truck in and step on the brakes and the load shifts front, the teeter totter tilts up in the front, down in the back, pulls the rear steer axle forward, and because of the steering linkage, their second axle makes a right turn.
6: That is kind of what this thing was doing to me. The second steer axle, I would just roll it, back it out of the shop, roll it back in there, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. throw my targets at the rear wheels and shoot it, and... This thing, sometimes it would be pointing to the left. And sometimes the second one would be pointing uh-huh. to the right. And then I'm like, my God, this uh-huh. thing is driving me crazy. So, uh, and, and was it a spring a suspension or an air ride? It was the air ride on the second spring on the front. Like your standard, like it was like a 20,000 pound axle on the front. That was, let's see, I'm double checking myself now. Was that a spring on the second two?
1: No, that was an air.
6: That was an air ride on the See, second. A spring steer
1: on the front axle. axle and and an air ride on the back axle.
6: Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty
1: sure that had an air on the second
6: no- second steer axle. That's
1: no I, wonder I, you I, can't I'll balance it. In. I'm gonna. Yeah.
6: Yeah, I'm gonna double check it, and I'm going to... And the trucks up there all the time. I do all their trucks, but yeah, that thing oh, I fought it and fought, yep. it and fought it and fought it and fought it. And I got it pretty dang close, and they say it's riding good and all that now. But uh, but man, what a job! Yeah, you, uh, trying to play when with you that put thing.
1: two when you put two different types of suspensions on a paired up pair of axles, it's hard to get them to synchronize because their frequencies are completely different. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no wonder. Yeah. And so the thing is, if you have a twin steer. Um, remember, there's, there's a standard fee for the first hour and a half,
6: but right. every hour after that,
1: there's an additional hourly. Yeah, I charge extra for that stuff.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah, and they don't mind paying it. Yeah. They, they they want me to do them. And, uh, yeah, I told them, I said, man, this thing could That's take cool. three hours, could take all day. But yeah, that, uh, right. else working on some of these. They're, they're crazy, some of the stuff we run into, and I know why some people don't mess with them. It
1: uh can get yep. frustrating. Yep, but as long as you make yeah. enough money off as long as you make enough money off them, who cares? Right.
0: Right. Yep.
6: Yeah. But
1: yeah, I know that's the end of the show. Wanted to holler
6: at you guys quick and uh looking forward to the truck show and Kevin let me know if you did not get that wire. I did send that. And uh,
1: uh, well I might not look forward show to being the there. All but...
6: right buddy. you have a good one.
1: And drink right, lots of together. soup. Ice cream is good, too.
6: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, first thing I did when I got my prescription, I was like, I'm going next door and get me some ice cream for later. <laughs> so,
1: there you go. Yeah. There you go. We'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Have a good Bye. weekend. You too. All right. We dropped that call. All
6: right. All right. We're all done. Uh.
1: All yeah. Calls. Now i got to figure out how to sign out of this. How do I sign out? Upper left. Upper left. Upper left. Uh, to the right, to the right, to the right. Okay, up. Okay, right there. Then down. 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 Scroll down. End show.
7: There it
4: is.
1: Folks, I'm going to end the show. It's been a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week.
5: Bye. Bye.